the living geek. Hello and welcome to Bampow TV, your one-stop recap of superheroes in your retinas. We are back for our fourth Bampow with the movies, and this week we are going over Hellboy number one. Yeah! Came out in 2004 and was rad. I'm your host, Kenneth, and we have a light... Sh- light, light gathering bop, bop. of hosts today. We have a... L- few jesus well <laughs> take three there aren't many people short. here <laughs> no one's here it's just me <laughs> no nah, so um we have malia hello and beatrice yes i'm here we're here in fabled studio two and we're ready to rock your ears it's just us. i thought for a hot minute it was going to be just me and kenneth this weekend oh and i was like <laughs> Yes, so much nonsense. Yeah, it, it would be five thousand oh percent Am I nonsense. Playing, like the controller. Of yeah, like, oh, we're gonna give bit. you a stick, yeah. and we need you to hit us with it. I'm, I'm just all, kind I'm of all in for that. Nice, mm-hmm. I like it. I'm weirdly excited for this. Actually, I don't think I need to be here for that. <laughs> no. no, dude. Two two people podcasts are weird. I do that with Kurt on Retrofecta, and mm-hmm. like. It's it's so much more work to carry the like you know each of us has to actually contribute to each other's it's fifty percent <laughs> just mm-hmm. eye gazing you're not wrong mm-hmm. but it's nice he has beautiful eyes so it works out well mm-hmm. <laughs> and very strong hands <laughs> very Kenneth strong wouldn't know. Peter oh no knows. <laughs> that's because they dirty dance all the time that's true. they do <laughs> and it's magnificent. I'm I'm still sad we didn't catch that on on good video. Like yeah, you, we, oh, like yeah. somebody videotaped it, but it was really shitty and dark. You couldn't see anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We need like floodlights next time is and music playing. And dark, but yes, terrifying all the same. Cause so Hellboy, Hellboy, guys, it was so good. I was pleased. It Malia was not judging was by pleased. her no, eh, I was face. And I definitely have on occasion used the word silly to describe something as stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was actually silly like it didn't take itself the movie itself didn't take itself too seriously mm-hmm. there was a lot i would say this is more posing and whatnot than blade was and um the silliness of it was pretty pretty spot on oh yeah well yeah for, for me i think what kept it from being dumb is how charming ron perlman is him mm-hmm. as hellboy really is about 90 percent of my enjoyment of the film mm-hmm. yeah yeah, he did a brilliant job. Uh, I was looking at little trivia things. Apparently, he was the first pick of both the director and the creator, so Guillermo del Toro and uh, Mike Mignola, to play Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oh, wow. studio wanted Vin Diesel. <laughs> that would have been I, weird. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay, I love, I love Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. I think he's great, mm-hmm. but... Ron Perlman has something about him. Yeah. I don't know. I just it's a twinkle I, in his eye. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's just yeah. He just looks like he's having a friggin' good time. Yes, mm-hmm. and I, th- I feel like you have to have that with with yeah. Hellboy. Um, otherwise, he becomes such a tragic figure mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that you you ha- he has to be able to sell to you the fact that even though the circumstances around him are shit, mm-hmm. he's still managing to have fun. Yeah, yeah. I love that he loved cats. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, I know. Is that straight from the comic books? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I remember thinking the first time I saw this that he was going to eat the cats. Yeah. I was very <laughs> like, concerned. Uh... Mm-hmm. But no, he just really likes cats. Mm-hmm. And pancakes and apparently baby Ruth, which to me and was chili. weird. He had a, like, big bowls oh, of chili. Oh, God. Huge bowls of yeah. chili. Uh, that was weird to me when they first get and they're there for stopping whatever the Nazis are doing. Oh, yeah. And the on, British Isles. That they happen to have two baby Ruths. 
like with them like here here's one and he like eats it real quick and then i have another one i'm like you don't take that out on a mission well <laughs> well just like trivia fact about world war ii is that they did include candy bars with their rash effects yeah all the mres had stuff that's actually where m&ms came from was they were trying to develop a candy you could eat in the desert that wouldn't melt so interesting now you know yeah, you soldiers got to have candy. They no. got it. You got to have some chocolate in with your no. your frozen MREs. That's Otherwise, you just go crazy. Mm-hmm. You need some like snickerdoodles, bro. I Food mean, of champions for <laughs> gingers like you. Racist <laughs> hurts my feelings. For weirdos who don't like chocolate <laughs> my or sad peanut ginger butter. Feelings. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Uh, little known fact about Kenneth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. The the opening for this like heavily reminded me of the first Captain America. And oh, with the the oh well, obviously. I mean, they're in World War Two. Yeah, not like Nazis going after paranormal stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is great. I mm-hmm. could just watch entire movies of stopping Nazis from getting paranormal things. <laughs> yeah, so like we we have that in Cap, in Thor, in the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, you know, it's always about Hitler or the Nazis trying to get their hands on supernatural stuff. They're digging in the desert or they're in the frozen wilderness. Hmm. I, mean, I love Indiana Jones. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> I need to watch the young indie stuff still. I've never seen any of it. It's pretty good. So I've heard. Is that a TV show? It was a TV show in the 90s. I did not watch any of that. surprisingly about a young Indiana Jones. (laughs) What? Who would have known? Like how young? Teen? Teens. Yeah. So you remember the the short bit at the very beginning of Last Crusade? No? Okay. They have a a flashback (laughs) to when he was a teenager doing stuff. And it's sort Ah. of similar to that. Okay. Um, Very cool. But uh, back to Hellboy. Back to Hellboy. Yeah. Um, I really liked his relationship with Liz, and I liked that she's trying to figure out who she is. Mm-hmm. And and since we mostly see it from his perspective, I think it's easy to make her the bad guy in the relationship of she left, she wants to be normal, and he can't be normal. But I thought the movie did a good job of making sure that we, the audience, um, we're able to side with her too. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you're like, hey, you know, it's it'd be cool to be on this team, but you don't have control, and you kind of blow up every time you get angry. Like I, I can see not wanting that to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Though I, I am... didn't see a lot of that. I mean, I haven't read any of the comics. We know this guy. Sorry. Um, oh, I haven't read any Hellboy comics. Oh, really? I just I saw him as being semi pushy because it was like any time she was around, he I don't know. Well, he, and then he's visiting her. Yeah, he's stop visiting me. He's <laughs> definitely into an area of not cool, especially like the scene where he's on the rooftop watching them have coffee. Yeah, that's not cool. But I, I, I felt at least from my perspective that the the narrative was clear that this was not okay. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. um, in the way in which he like hides from them, that he knows it's wrong, and so the narrative itself mm-hmm. isn't isn't saying this is her- this is heroic, this is romantic. Yeah, and. In no way trying to give him a pass. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you are basically collected from birth by a government agency and raised only within that, like mm-hmm. it's going to screw you up relationship wise. Oh, like it, what he did wasn't okay. I can see why he would have ended up kind of a weirdo when it comes to talking to women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's... especially if she's like, she was the only other woman in this movie, really, except for the bad guy's girlfriend or the blonde chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's like if she was the only female that he was ever exposed to like yeah she might literally be the only other woman in the world to him mm-hmm. yeah but with and they're they're kind of a perfect match too because 
she blows up, but he and can't he's burn. To fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh. She can't set him on fire. I mean, that's mm-hmm. great because I so was cute. I was thinking about it. How like obviously there was some some outside circumstances that led to her exploding while she was asleep. But I feel mm. like that would be a consistent fear for you if you can't be in dream. control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're sleeping with your person and you have a nightmare and you just burst into flame, yeah, and mm. how them. would you ever sleep? Yeah. But if you're sleeping next to Hellboy, fine. It's yeah, fine. all good. On a waterbed, hopefully. Because well, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, you just kind of pop fire. it and <laughs> drop in there and put yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Though I was interested in why her clothes and hair didn't burn. I assume latent control, basically, where it like she subconsciously realizes, hey, this is myself still. This is part of me. I don't want this to burn. Mm-hmm. Same as, you know, like Superman's everything. So, spoiler, everything ties back to Superman. Superman's <laughs> costume doesn't get shredded by bullets because he pushes out a very close telekinetic field. Like, she kind of does the same thing, and the fire is not actually starting until it's like, you know, a couple millimeters off her body or something. Okay. I mean, obviously, I don't want her to have to end up naked every time she starts a fire, but I would have found it more realistic if her clothes had burned. Mm -hmm. It was also only PG-13, so that that might have factored in. No boobies. They actually, yeah, along with not winding up naked every time, they wanted to avoid the R rating. So they tried to keep down the bloodiness of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the subway scene, when he grabs the phone off of the wall and starts beating the monster with it, there's coins flying instead of blood. Flying. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know the specific math, but the money that you u- lose for um, by being an R-rated movie versus being a PG-13 movie yeah. is huge. Yeah, it's because crazy. Because if you're an R-rated movie, you can't advertise in the same way that you can for a PG-13 oh. movie. Yeah. Um, and, and so that you, you can't do tie-in products the way that you can with PG-13 mm-hmm. movies. So you, your market your market share just like sucks Drops right down. down. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What was the budget on this movie? Does anybody know? Uh, $66 million, And it made $99 million. Oh, so hey. Basically. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you realistically apparently want double your budget at least to be considered oh, a success. Okay. So I guess mm-hmm. it was like barely squeaked out enough to get a sequel. And that was pretty much only because Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro and uh, Ron Perlman it. were hella stumping for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. And the sequel did very well? Is that No. Yeah, I doubt uh, it. I there hasn't been a third one, so... <laughs> Yeah, it did. According to IMDb, there was something about a third one. I didn't. Oh, well, they they both <laughs> want a third one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Del Toro's still talking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, actually, apparently, a uh, Golden Army did better. It was eighty-five million budget and made one sixty, so oh, just about double, double versus fifty mm-hmm. percent more. I wonder how much of that does it say how much of that was domestic versus international because oh, I know it didn't get very good reviews here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I know this one was filmed in one hundred and fourteen days. Which is wow. seems very small, for especially for having a decent show. Well, I guess they didn't have too much CG. Like a lot of it was practical effects for mm-hmm. the suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. But... but those suits took forever. Oh to yeah, on. yeah. But I mean, <laughs> CG like you have to do all the filming oh, and yeah. then do post production to mm-hmm. add it all in. So was, was Abe mostly CGI or mostly practical? Apparently, fully practical. practical. Yeah, wow. I read that. Ask it took how him, long it um, took. Yeah, anywhere from five to seven hours to get into makeup. Yikes! And three hours to get out of makeup. So sometimes they just left parts of the makeup and costume on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering as I'm watching it whether or not it was practical or CGI, mm-hmm. and whether because it seemed like it most might have even been full voiceover. It if, was. 
Okay, was mm-hmm. it the actor in the suit or did he just do voiceover? Um, somebody else did voiceover and it wasn't credited. I left it uncredited. Oh, oh weird. It's in the um, IMDb, but uh, yeah, it was not credited. Well, because the it sounded I didn't look it up, but it sounded like um the brother from Frasier doing the voiceover. Mm. Oh, that would. What's have... his name? Frasier bro. <laughs> Frasier bro. Nice. Yeah, apparently, a uh, Hellboy one was. 60 million domestic, 39 million foreign, and then Hellboy 2 was 75 domestic and 84 foreign. So, oh, wow. so pretty better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, back to Abe, Doug Jones was the um, actor who played Abe, and it was dubbed by David Hayden Pierce. Yeah, that's, that's the brother of the creature. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, Doug Jones does a lot of the creature work for, for Del Toro's other movies. Um, mm. uh, did you see Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, uh, it's real good. So yeah, he's he's the guy with the hair oh the eyes. creeper yeah, um and he's the the fairy, um the big guy. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, he was also the lead gentleman in the Hush episode of Buffy, the like uh, creepy looking dudes oh. who float with the suits. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, he's done a lot of creature work. That's cool. I dig it. It was a good movie. I liked it. There was it was. Interesting that it took place around Halloween. I guess Hellboy Halloween that goes together. I kept maybe. waiting for them to tie something back into the fact that it was Halloween mm-hmm. that that they would get to go out in a way that they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, costumes but, on or something. Yeah, but like maybe they couldn't because Hellboy at that point was already famous. But yeah, it felt like there there should have been a reason why it was at Halloween rather mm-hmm. than just having it be randomly at Halloween. It kind of felt like Iron Man three being around Christmas to me, where it it didn't mm-hmm. really add to the narrative it just gave a, a point of reference essentially okay which eh. did this I, movie come out around halloween because didn't iron man come out around christmas or it was supposed actually to iron man did not come out at christmas interesting it came yeah, it out like, in the summer in yeah i think it was originally supposed to come out at christmas okay because usually if something's originally supposed to come out during a holiday well, it well, does. also shane black loves putting all his movies at christmas so i wasn't really that surprised <laughs> nice and no, Hellboy was uh, March 30th, so, so not <laughs> even basically close. exact opposite of Halloween. <laughs> it just had to do with his name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What else was good? I was actually surprised. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting too used to superhero movies and Chekhov's gun, but like mm-hmm. when they mentioned the Spear of Destiny at the beginning, I was like, this is definitely getting used at the end of this movie, and it never showed up again. Well, I got really excited because I, I literally just watched Constantine like two days oh, ago. Oh, nice. And they're like, oh, it's the Spear of something something, and I'm like, it's the Spear of Destiny! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Also, like, I know it's hella tropey and probably played to death, but I really enjoyed the the whole every man coming into a new thing and being kind of the audience representation that mm-hmm. Myers was here. Mm-hmm. Plus he looked like Josh Hartnett and that's always a plus. Yeah. Though, I don't know. He, he was sort of boring for me in which, it, like you said, he's the every man. Mm-hmm. And so he was pretty vanilla. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's an unfortunate. why they brought him in. Like, why was he handpicked? They never explain it. Hellboy I... specifically asked what got you here. Yeah. The professor specifically said, I handpicked you, hmm. and I want to know why. Like, does is there something in his past? I, I assume that it, it was kind of a show-don't-tell where they, mm-hmm. they showed, hey, you know, he's very adaptable to new situations. He's courageous and was willing to run in immediately to support Hellboy, but then also mm-hmm. could turn around and talk Liz into coming in yeah. and just was 
maybe not a breakout at everything, but very good at essentially every facet of what you would need in the job. And that's what you would kind of need for Hellboy's Handler is just, it's going to be a weird fucking day Mm -hmm. every day. You have to think (laughs) on your feet. Well, I was thinking toward the end that it would have been cool if he had turned out to have some sort of power, mm-hmm. something else that that makes him different to help him fit in with the crew. But then I thought if it turned out that he had some sort of magical what's it that he could whip out at the very end, that would almost upstage Hellboy's, mm-hmm. you know, Danny Yeah. Mom. Yeah. Is he in uh, Golden Army? I haven't actually seen Hellboy 2. I'm terrible. I have not seen Hellboy 2. I just got it. So I was planning to watch it. But then instead yesterday I fell asleep. No, that's fair. I like, I like sleep. Sleep is good. Yeah, I hung out at the park all day. I got a little sunburnt, and I just mm-hmm. fell asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I played World of Warcraft basically all day, except for watching Hellboy. It's and true. it was great. Oh, man, it was so great. Oh, you also <laughs> went to Lowe's. You did oh, it's true. Nothing. And I, I got a board. Oh. It's very exciting. Uh, that is exciting. Yeah. Um, like the day before I was very productive we went to Ikea and then I came home and like I assembled stuff that we bought at Ikea nice did Monica get a chair she did get a chair nice Though, so fancy much like Anna's chair it only rolls when you sit in it and it's making her crazy oh, pants that's yeah annoying. dude you know, the funny thing was it at least I didn't realize that Mm-mm. that's what her chair did. And I was just like, hey, this is the worst chair ever. Chair. But then, like, she would sit in it and roll around. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I do, what is happening here? I wonder here? if you could, like, disable it. Because really, you'd think it would be the opposite that the chair would roll easily when it's empty. And then when there's something in it, it would stay stationary. Uh huh. Because you don't move much. Because you I think I like... just want it to roll always. But mm. uh, casters, bro. Casters. Casters. Oh casters on everything. You guys. Oh. No, don't don't I, encourage her. I love her. casters. <laughs> I want. You can come over to my house and put casters on everything. Okay, we have a butcher block, and there's not casters on it. It is wheels it on two sad. of the four posts. Like, but does it have wheels on four posts that are independently rotating anywhere? No, it just has the two that roll front and back. We need strong, independent wheels. <laughs> yeah. Don't need no man. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> anyway, so back on point. <laughs> Rasputin spent a lot of this movie looking like Cipher from The Matrix, and it kept weirding me out. He did not look Russian at all. No, and so, no, because he was too busy looking like a, a you know, a species trader. <laughs> well, that, yeah, so it just it was so weird to me that he. It, they're like, oh, okay, well, Rasputin's alive, but oh, he's only alive because he made some sort of deal with Cthulhu, and so then Cthulhu like comes out of him at the very end, but then nothing happens, and we just wander away. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna let the monster go. Yeah, I, I think I would have tried to smush it like when it was small mm-hmm. and not when it was giant. Mm-hmm. But... Yes. Yeah, the whole running away didn't make sense at all. Um, and also, like, so Hellboy comes to at the very end and he's in the shackles or whatever. And then Liz is up on the dais. And why is she naked? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that. I was like, what? okay. I, n- no words. I don't know. Ugh. Was she naked though? Like when they were kissing at the end, what was she wearing? That because blanket, blanket, just the blanket. Yeah. Okay. Also, that didn't burn because it was around her. I'm telling you, it's a thing. She has latent control over it. All right. Yeah. Not enough control to not blow up a building. Meh. I mean, the building's not part of her. Her her subconscious doesn't care about it. Fuck that building. <laughs> building was mean. It was strange, the whole slap me. Like, she had learned a little bit in the mental institution, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, how to control it. She said that she lit her hand on fire. That was fine. But then she was like, slap me, hit me. She said, hit me. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think I would have 
Yeah, I would have punched, punched her. Punched her, yeah. Yeah, like you, you need to get a pyrokinetic revved up. You don't a, slap. Like yeah, don't. No halvesies. Go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. If you need a pain response, you're fucking getting one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just like punch her in the gut or something. But also, like the kids were throwing rocks at her, so those hit her. So maybe it was just. Well, yeah. Actually, maybe, maybe it was a tie a back pain. to being hit in the he- yeah. face, basically. Okay. Also, dude, like, I would hit her. I don't know. Like th- those kids, sure. Probably didn't deserve to die, but fuck them. Who right. throws rocks at people's rocks. heads? It's fucked up. Ugh. This isn't the Middle Ages. We don't stone the witches. Also, if they knew what she could do, why would they throw rocks at her? Yeah, no. You don't throw rocks at a loose nuke. Yeah. Nope. nope. That's how you get Civil War. Boom. Boom. Stanford callback. Also, I really wanted her to <laughs> the eggs on fire so much sooner. I was like, just make oh i know well fire. she couldn't oomph that far without getting angry yeah riled yeah. up yeah. yeah you know the thing that bugged me with this is and granted it's a weird secret organization trying to save the world blah blah mm-hmm. blah but like i feel like their average agents were super incompetent like they they leaned yeah. way too heavily on hellboy to get shit done yes and didn't bother like following training yeah, well, they actually have a conversation where the director is yelling at Hellboy about how he's supposed to be in charge of this group. Like, since when does he know any? Yeah. Does he know anything about leading men? Mm-hmm. Have you taught him how to be a general? I thought he was here to be the muscle mm-hmm. that and and that he would just be your strong right arm. But then yeah. you have other people at the top of the pyramid who are giving orders, who are making the tactical calls. Yeah, then exactly. he's getting yelled at as if it was his plan and his tactical call, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Their, their organization definitely needs a top to bottom. Overhaul. Well, and then they, mm-hmm. they send the director of the FBI or whatever out there into the field, which also made no sense. <laughs> he had no idea. What he was doesn't, going on, which he doesn't is go in the field. So hilarious. It reminded me of so many times when employees, get a directive from corporate or whatever of like, Mm -hmm. you're going to do it this way now. And employees are like, we can't, what are you talking about? That won't work. And then he's out there and he's like, I'm in control. I'm doing this. You guys need to listen to me. And nobody is. (laughs) Yeah. Because yeah, the people who are the ground level are the ones who actually know what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's, there was a longstanding frustration when I worked at Barnes and Noble that they would send us these, these plans, like visual layouts of books to put on a table And half the time, there would be too many books on the plan to actually fit on the table. Like, you physically could not put them on there. They would fall off. I had the opposite And I'm like, oh, my God. We'd get a new floor set, and we didn't have the shipment in for the floor set. And then it's like, well, you can replace it with these things. And it's like, like, we have two of those things. Or be something ridiculous like... Um, you you have a, a book that's supposed to be number one on the bestseller, so it has to go in like five different locations. But then they only send you twelve copies. Yeah, I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> it has to go in five different zones. I think the moral of the story is corporate's basically terrible, yes. regardless. <laughs> they make you sh- shift stuff around like every week. Oh, yeah. every week uh, you move you I move tables. Uh. We're gonna move this table to that side and that one to this side. Why? Because then they just want you to set it up exactly the same elsewhere. I know what the idea behind it is. It's so that people have to search and look around mm-hmm. and then they find but something else. How many want, goddamn but... wasted payroll hours exactly. have I spent moving this table to this table halfway down the mm-hmm. aisle? Good God. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. 
Well, enough retail hell. Back to Hellboy. <laughs> Back to Hellboy. So apparently I didn't realize he had hooves in the comic. And mm-hmm. you can see him once during the entire movie. Um, it's when they first introduce him and he's all in the shadows. But because he's in the shadows, you really can't see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the rest of it was uh, he wore boots so that he could do stunts. Yeah, because oh, that yeah. would be kind of a hassle mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't honestly didn't notice what his feet looked like. Was he just wearing like motorcycle boots the whole time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had big old shit kickers. About his arm was, okay, I visually speaking do not remember it being, or it was larger than him at all times, uh-huh. but it was still smaller when he was a child. It grew with him. So it yeah. was a stone that grew. Organic yes. stone. Yeah. Okay. It's like the thing from Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. It works. Well, it was interesting that some out. of the other some of the other monsters that we see are also asymmetrical, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting way to tie them all together. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one that keeps regenerating that he fights throughout the whole movie. Oh, Samuel. Yeah, yeah. It has one of its arms is way longer and skinnier than the other one. Yeah, which is weird. To that. Mm-hmm. It's huh. I don't know. I really like symmetry. So like I like Hellboy in general, but uh, they, it makes me uncomfortable. Well, as as human beings, we are drawn to the symmetrical. Mm-hmm. The more symmetrical the face, the more beautiful, beautiful. you are considered mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, asymmetrical stuff weirds us out. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they were going to move his um, the stone arm to his left hand so that as an actor, he would still have full use of his right hand. Mm. Um, but Oh, man, that would have pissed off the fanboy something fierce. Yes. Yeah. Um, luckily, uh, Ron Perlman is a lefty. Go lefties. Oh, nice. And so they were able to keep it as was. Oh, that's great. Whatever, use. dude. Uh, Maisie Williams learned to basically become ambidextrous for Arya Stark. He could have done it, too. Mm-hmm. Boom, because she's a righty and Arya's a lefty. Oh. So yeah. she just Meh. probably. Was I don't know how I would have felt if people forced her to be a right <laughs> person. Left revolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how I would I would have felt if they had like moved Bucky's mechanical arm from the left to the right. Oh, it would be gross. Game. It was like the one Zelda game where they flipped Link to a right-handed person. It's like that's that's not that's correct. Not right. that's I not don't correct. like this. <laughs> don't agree to that. It's the left arm. Cool. Do we have any more feelings? Do we have cricket sounds? Because cricket sounds right now. No, we're just edit out the. Edit out the, the <laughs> oh yeah, spots. no, I, I have magic truncate silence ability. It's great. I thought the um, bits of filmography where they basically were seemed like they were filming in flat, uh, fast forward like quickly. I don't even know how to describe it. Added to the bit of comicings about them. I don't know which which part do you mean? Um, in the beginning, it happened a lot, like when they were doing um infiltrating where they were doing the sacred blah 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 uh-huh. whatever um where you know it'd go in and it was focused on this and then you like quickly fast forward and moved across the line to whoever was next and in that scene and i didn't feel oh, like, like a like a like a hard push zoom mm-hmm. okay and i felt that that was more funny like after that opening scene i expected not to like the movie i didn't hmm. like the way that filming went and it just felt Silly, as in used in the stupid sense this time. That's fair. Um, but then the whole rest of the movie, it slowed down definitely, and it became an actual movie, film-wise. Yeah, for me, yeah, I thought it was a very pretty movie overall, and also a mm-hmm. lot less actiony than I'd remembered it in my head, but was totally fine with that. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was kind of fun having a more let's take a look at you know home the life. yeah home mm-hmm. life and psyche of this big ass kicker which 
most of the time in a movie like that, it'd be like 80% punching things in the face, which they yeah. did a lot, sure. But mm-hmm. well, Yeah, but you don't need as much. Yeah. And and I'll tell you that, that the most of the time, the fight scenes are the least interesting to me. That, um, That's totally wrong. I'm here for... I'm here for the the talking. I'm here for the emotional relationship stuff. Eating shawarma. Yes. <laughs> Domestic Avengers, 100%. Oh, man. I mean, you know, like my favorite issues of X-Men are when they're between missions, just bullshitting at, at the mansion, like playing basketball or baseball and mm-hmm. subtly cheating with their powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just getting getting to see stuff like, you know, Wolverine using his claws to shave or, you know, just yeah. something. People using their powers in everyday mm-hmm. fashion, you know, like Jean Grey's on the sofa and so she magics herself a soda from, from the kitchen so <laughs> yeah. she doesn't have to get up. Mm-hmm. Just fun stuff like that. It really... It makes the universe feel more lived in, mm-hmm. and and the characters feel more real. Yeah, definitely. Um, than just watching them fly around punching things all the time. Mm-hmm. I liked how much food was in this movie. Like even the rotten eggs, which look gross, but still like regular eggs, just green. They just look like and green then, eggs. Yeah. <laughs> um, the pancakes, the chili, the baby roots, like all. There was so much food in this. Um, they went out to coffee, and you actually saw them drinking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that you just don't cool. see food much mm-hmm. in movies, so that was nice. Oh, and he ate he ate the cookies on the roof that the boy's mom yeah. made. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to have that one? Nah. Okay. Well, and I did enjoy that he got to keep his cigar. Mm-hmm. And I I was one cuz this was this was 2004. And mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if now we could still do that, you know? I doubt it as much. Just because I, don't know. I feel like cigars have a different stigma than cigarettes do. That is true. Um, yeah, hmm. I'm not a fan of either, but I would take a cigar over a cigarette any day. I mean, not for me to smoke, but to be next to somebody doing that. <laughs> oh, see, I've smoked both, and cigars are so disgusting. Yeah, just <laughs> like the inside of somebody's sock drawer. Mm. Ugh, gross. I was going to say I like something. Was it a creepy clockwork guy? Because he was creepy. Ugh, and it was full of sand. Yeah, yeah that was so that weird. Was, was super crazy. And, and I just, I couldn't, no eyelids I couldn't no figure lips, out lips. why, like, what's the tactical purpose of removing your eyelids and your lips? Like, what does that benefit you? Oh, I don't think it benefited him. He just got off on modifying himself, yeah. basically. So it had no real detriment. So, hey, why not do it type mm-hmm. thing? Oh, I I guess I guess I I felt like if you wanted to mod yourself that you would just add more things or find ways to improve yourself not just scar yourself in mm-hmm. like gross ways. Yeah. But he did say that when he was doing the autopsy on him he said that he had a or looked like he had a basically like a cutter, you know, um when you cut you're not doing it to make yourself better they do it you know to feel or whatever the reasoning is but i feel like it was just something he had to do his body modifications were something Uh, he was more like a compulsion yes okay thank you i could not think of that word um i did like at the end that's what i was going to say um when well okay during the movie you know myers was brought in to help hellboy become a man um and at the end with the head of the unit paranormal unit yeah Yeah. um he was like what are you doing why are you lighting a cigar with a you know a lighter you don't do it you do it with a match it preserves preserves the flavor and all this stuff and i was like maybe like in a weird way he would kind of become more of the father Mm -hmm. figure teaching type thing okay it was nice to see them bond too a bit since they've been 
at each other's throats the whole movie. It was nice to see Hellboy throw him into the other off the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know, uh, the thing I don't get with every single movie like this, though, like, what is the appeal of being an acolyte of the end of the world? Like, hey, right? cool, then you the brought in the over. Elder Gods, and now you're ruling over a desolate wasteland. Well, Hooray. even that, I mean, even if you could convince the Elder Gods to come in and only kill your enemies, I mean, yeah, like, either, either best case scenario, everyone is dead, except for you and your small band of weirdos, mm-hmm. or, surprise, surprise, they betray you and eat you too. Yeah. So there's just, there's no good case can- scenario here. Everything is terrible. Yeah, I can see taking over the world. That sounds fun. I can see, like, you know, creating your own island of dr moreau or whatever but like yeah it's cthulhu shit like eh, no no thank you hard pass also i couldn't figure out is hell supposed to be in space because they open that portal and you see to space and so you see the big crystal prison up there with the monsters in it but that's also where hellboy came from Mm -hmm. so is hell in space metaphors i i don't know um i i always assumed hellboy wasn't actually from hell it was just a a nick you know the, the name, name they gave, gave him because he lo- he was red and kind of devilish looking. Okay, but he was more an elder god creation as well. Same as the the Samuel stuff. Oh, okay. So was he okay. also supposed to have come from that crystal prison? Yeah. That that's how I took. Oh, it. Oh, yeah. okay. Something came in when it was open, and it was he. It was Hellboy. Okay. Hellboy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I liked it though. It was a good movie. I had a good time. Yeah. It was. It apparently, most. I don't know. And Older movies have held up. Yeah, it, <laughs> superhero movies hold up pretty well overall. Yeah. Um, I think I probably, of, of the ones we watched, I probably liked Blade the best. Uh-huh. I could see that because he posed more. <sighs> he's just so cool. Blade's just, he's cool. That's like the mm-hmm. the one word you could use to describe yeah. Blade. It's cool. Mm-hmm. We need a Blade that Hellboy crossover. Yes. was cool. You know, I liked it. I think it was one of the few action movies that I myself was like I want to see this um, as opposed to going with my dad to movies or whatever and um, it was very goth which was very much like one a thing of of the 90s but also the thing of the 90s like Mm -hmm. it was so such a 90s movie oh yeah it was great I loved it awesome so what are we gonna watch next the Rocketeer all right nice I just heard they're they're planning to reboot that one yeah. So it's a reboot, not a sequel? Oh, is it? it I, I, I it, don't know. No, I think you're right. I think it is supposed to be a sequel. That the, okay. the events of the Rocketeer happened and then like 50 or 60 years passed. And so now we have people who have been inspired by that. So he's like, a, like it's like legacy heroes. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That is. And it's going to be a girl this time. Oh, wait. Well, this uh, maybe it's a reboot then. Oh, it's considered a sequel reboot. Well, that's good. That that answers no questions. <laughs> that is awesome. Intriguing. It is a sequel and a reboot. <laughs> what? How do you do um, that? I, I would kind of put Ghostbusters as a sequel reboot. Mm-hmm. Where okay. it, yeah. I, so maybe it'll be kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Where it um, yeah, is in a world where it's established there previously were some ghosts, but it was kept very much on the down low. Mm-hmm. And here's a new cast. I, I don't know. Okay. We'll wait and find out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But first, we'll brush up on our Rocketeer. Yeah. All right, great. I'm excited. <laughs> Continuing with more Nazis, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. All Nazis yes. all yeah. the time. <laughs> yes. We're going to have to find more superheroes fighting Nazis. Hmm. Who else fights I know. the Nazis? Like, if we keep up a trend, apparently, I didn't realize in Blade 2, Ron Perlman's actually in that. Oh. And what? Guillermo del Toro uh, 
filmed it. Also. Oh, he directed, directed Blade Two. Or parts of it. I don't know. I didn't write that note okay. down. I didn't find it that interesting. <laughs> we, 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 oh shit! He was in it, and he didn't have hair. That's so weird. What? I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I recently watched. I watched Blade Three because we mm-hmm. watched the first one, and I, I love Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel. And so, uh, but we skipped right over Blade Two, and so I'm gonna have to go back and watch Blade <laughs> mm-hmm. Two now. I remember it being not amazing, but enjoyable. I didn't mm-hmm. even know that they made a three. Oh, yeah. The third one might be the best. The third one was definitely a movie. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Uh, the the third one, like, it was fun. It went over into just full action comedy versus Blade's action with a splash of comedy. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's just because you, you can't have Ryan Reynolds and not have it be Oh, no, super for funny. sure. Yeah. Like, it's you you know what you're getting into when you cast him in something. Yeah. Though, let me tell you, he is ripped as shit in this movie. And then oh. Jessica Biel shows up and she's got, like, crazy crazy sick arms and i'm just like oh everybody's so pretty in yeah this movie. <laughs> i like everything about this <laughs> and then there's like vampire pomeranians that's where it got that's weird amazing. no it's like <laughs> it double unhinges its jaw and it's creepy <gasps> yeah it's like a it's like a predator <laughs> yes <laughs> it's great it's Ugh. great I don't even um, know how that but it's works. funny though because I don't think I've ever actually seen Blade Two, and so we were watching Blade. God damn it! We're watching Blade Three, <laughs> and it starts off, and Whistler's there, and I'm like, "Didn't he die?" <laughs> Wait a second. Apparently, he gets resurrected in Blade yeah, Two. Yeah, as you do. These you things can't happen. Kill a good character. Nah. No, but then he dies again. So. Oh. <laughs> I lied. All right. So next time, Rocket's here. Yeah. Um, we'd still love to hear any recommendations from the listeners. If you guys have anything that you'd like to share your love with us um or make us suffer through you could make us us watch green lantern i'm just Uh, saying terrible or we could watch literally anything else Yeah. Mm -hmm. fantastic four two rise of the silver surfer i would rather watch that that's the (laughs) one of i actually the only movie i can think of that i have just turned off i was like i just i don't care about this i'm done quitter no there like there are some good there's some good beats in that, at least. Like, um, I like uh, the thing and his girlfriend in that. Mm-hmm. I have some really sweet moments, and they have some good like family moments in that as well. So it has some it has some good beats that I liked. Blech. But um, I hate how much they whitewashed Jessica Alba for that. Like, it's super ridiculous. Mm-hmm. She's hot. You don't have to make her white. She's already hot. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yep. So that is our show. We will be back next week covering The Rocketeer, Woo! and we are only two weeks away from TV starting up again. Guys, I'm so, so excited. TV. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for The Flash to get here. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Kid Flash. Barry. All day. Every day. <laughs> Barry, what have you done? Barry, I'm mad at you. What? Flashes fuck with the timeline? What? I'm shocked. Shocking. <laughs> uh, and then Supergirl with Superman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So excited for that. And on the CW. I'm excited but worried just with how much Tyler Hawkland stuff they've shown. Like, it's Supergirl's show. That I don't bet. want him upstaging no, her. No, I think they're just that excited. Bet. I honestly think he's only going to be in, like, three episodes. I hope so. Yeah. Like, show up every now and again. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even show up fairly often, but let her be the one calling the shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. that if, if they wanted to have him in, like, six or seven episodes, but he's only on for, like, maybe seven minutes each time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just spread him out. Yeah. So we get to see him, and we get to see, like, he and Kara get to have a scene together, but he doesn't steal steal it from her. Right. And you can see his butt. We his see, like, butt. slow, like, uh, pan arounds. Booty, booty, booty. <laughs> It'll be good. So, yeah, yeah, we'll be back next week with The Rocketeer. Thank you for listening. 
hit us up at bampowtv at gmail.com or facebook.com slash bampowtv. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. Same BAM time, same POW channel. BAM POW! I asked for chips, and then we're about to talk into microphones. <laughs> I know, right? Now. A lot of crunch into this.